Hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast Dogma Mentality, where we strive to play with dogs and not emotions. I am your virtual bestie, Caroline, and I have your dog's virtual bestie, Layla, here right by me. And we are going to give you a break from your day to talk about all things dogs and emotional well being. If you have ever been emotionally affected by your dog, then this is the podcast for you. On this episode, you are going to get a glimpse into my life and a little introduction about who I am as a person and a dog mom and about why I even started this podcast in the first place and what the future holds for it and for my audience. First off, I am so, so grateful if you are listening to this. It has meant the absolute world to me. Anything that you share, comment, message me. I literally appreciate it so much and without you I wouldn't have the confidence or motivation to do this. I mean let's be real. I am so much a technical person. I wouldn't say I'm like super creative. Um, I took one public speaking class in college and that's about it. So, I'm kind of shooting from the hip on this and just going with my gut, but it seems to be working out for me so far. So, before we get into the show, I am going to do a quick shout out. Brittany Brown of Working Dog Mama Also, the human behind the account, Rosie the Cream, is utilizing all her strengths to help others navigate dog Instagram world, how to define yourself, grow your audience, and work with brands. She has been a huge cheerleader for me and was so supportive when I decided to start this podcast. She has developed a program to work with individuals to help build their brand and pitch to companies. She has a single one-on-one session, a package of four one-on-one sessions, and has something really awesome coming out soon that I can't wait for. I've worked with her this past summer. I uh, achieved a brand deal through her or with her help, and she's always there for uh, constant support, questions, whatever I may need. You can find her at Working Dog Mama on Instagram and click the link in her bio so you can be one of the first people to know about her upcoming announcement. Okay, so let's talk about who I am and who Layla is. I'm just looking back at her. She's painting. We just played outside. (laughs) She's just like, Mom, who are you talking to? Anyways, so I'm Caroline. Um, We live in Kentucky. I've lived in Kentucky for all of my life, um, except for the five years that I was in college. I went to college in West Virginia, go Mountaineers, um, and I studied two types of engineering, so computer engineering and biometric systems, and now I work as a software engineer for a telecommunications company. So I do a lot of programming and coding. Super exciting. I wouldn't say that I knew this is what my career was going to turn out as. Um, I went into college as a speech pathology major and then totally flipped the script and went into engineering, which is a huge difference. But if you would have seen me in high school and then saw me after college, I feel like it would have made sense. Like I always was really strong in math and science. So 
it was kind of odd that I didn't do anything with a math background or a math focus, um, like how engineering is very math heavy, um, because that was like my favorite subject. The reason I went into speech path is because I just had no idea what I wanted to, and my counselor was just like, you should go do this. And I was like, all right, bet. So that's a little bit about me and my education. Um, I live with my fiance, Bobby. By the time that you were listening to this, this time next year, we will be married. So I'm at a very like feminine, happy-go-lucky, I'm engaged type like situation part of my life. Okay, I had to take a quick break to go get Layla a chew, which the chews that I have right now for her have been absolutely amazing. They're natural farm. Yeah, natural farm. Um, they're, they're collagen sick. She really likes them. They entertain her for a really long time. So I'm like 10 out of 10. So currently I live with my fiance, Bobby. We've been dating for all of college and we actually went to high school together as well. So we've known each other for like a lot of our lives. <laughs> um, so he is also an engineer. Pretty cool. We get to have like really nerdy technical conversations that we both understand and nobody else around us knows what we're talking about. We've been dating for quite some time and have been engaged since June. Layla, on the other hand, has been in our life for a year and a half, over a year and a half. We got her in February of 2020, right before the pandemic hit. So I don't like to consider her a pandemic puppy, um, but she went through a lot of the same types of things pandemic puppies went through, like under socialization, I guess you could say, and just kind of sticking to one place. So she, yeah, so she didn't get as much exposure and socialization as she could have potentially, because at that time we were stuck in a house and chilling there for months at a time. It was in that stage that we were going to the grocery store every two weeks, (laughs) It's so funny to think about now, but it's it's crazy what we went through back in like March, April, and May of 2020. She is an Australian Shepherd mix. She's about 50% Aussie, and then the rest are German Shepherd, Collie, Blue Healer, and Boxer. The Boxer just is completely thrown off. Um, but she does have a lot of herding instinct in her. Um, we have done like a herding instinct test before, went to a a few herding courses and they were really fun and she did show some potential, um, but definitely would never be like the best herding dog ever. But that's not really what I was looking for. I was looking more so to just do something biologically fulfilling for her and have fun. If you are interested, you can check out videos on my page. Uh, So she has struggled with some reactivity in the past. Um, So she's very fearful to skateboards, um, sometimes scooters and bikes. She used to be very fearful of kids. 
and especially if they were yelling or crying. So like a playground was not an area that we tended to go around. Now we get to go around playgrounds all the time and she's like really adjusted to them. Um, it's taken a lot of like desensitization and training, but that's like a whole other topic. But this time last year, there were a lot of things going on in our life. We had a really crazy landlord. Um, there were people in and out of our rented house all the time because our landlord decided to sell our house while we were living in it. So you can imagine in like September and October of last year, we had people in like strangers in our house every other day. It was crazy. I was not on medicine, just graduated college. I was trying to navigate life, working from home. Should I go into the office? Should I not? Like, what should I do? My mom moved across the country. Um, so she was a phone call away instead of a drive away. Um, or a plane ride away instead of a drive away. And, you know, there was just a lot of things. However, all those things could be like shoved in a room and close the door and take a break and not think about them for a day or two days or a week, whatever I needed to. I could just shut my emotions out, which is not very good. It's not a good way of dealing with it. But at the time, that's how I was navigating my life and covering up situations so I could move on. However, Layla's reactivity and at this time she also developed some aggression. Her reactivity and aggression at those moments were not something I could shove into a room and close the door and forget about it for three days because she was my dog. And at this time, there was also kind of a flip in responsibility. So Layla was actually more so Bobby's dog. And then, like, we had got her together, but he said, like, he was going to take on the responsibility of, like, feeding her, taking her out, this and that. And to this point, it had been, but he had to go out for weeks at a time for work. So during this time, he was, like, gone for two weeks home for a week, gone for a week. So I started to have to take on more responsibility for Layla. It was like a very odd dynamic between us. Bobby once described it as we were two stepsisters. It was like, no, we're two stepsisters and we hate each other and we wish our parents like didn't put us together. That was our relationship at one time. So we've came a really long way, but part of that was recognizing my emotions and figuring myself out and getting my shit together but then also seeing how Layla affects me internally um and emotionally or at that time period like added to my anxiety because it was just like this back and forth of like we hate each other <laughs> like I hate to say it like that but it was like almost getting to the point that it was like resentful you know, and you don't want to, like, resent a dog. I don't want to resent anyone. It's, like, an awful, awful, awful feeling. She was also the one thing that I could take control over. So, like, my mom moving away and me graduating and Bobby going on trips and our landlord, like, those were not things that I could control. However, I felt like I could take control of 
working with Layla and training with her and overcoming some of those issues that we were having. So insert me getting my shit together, me getting my motivation together, finding trainers, like getting on Instagram, being inspired, da 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 da. Okay, now we're here. And over the past year, um, because it was actually in October of last year that I really took everything by the balls and just said, I'm going to do it and I'm going to work with her and she's going to be a great dog and we're going to have a great, great, great teamwork, great relationship. We're going to figure this out. It's been basically a year since that has happened and a lot can change in over a year. It's so crazy to reflect on and see where we were and then now it's like we are inseparable (laughs) just kidding um no neither of us have separation anxiety but if one was to have separation anxiety it would be me from her we are very much a team now um still working you know towards goals and progressing every day but just so so different than how it was this time last year and I am so so thankful for that um but like realizing my emotions her emotions like putting myself in some of the situations that she has had where she's been reactive and and thinking, you know, if I was fearful or confused, whatever, you know, how would I react in those situations? How would I cope in those situations? Like what could I do what could I do to help her recover? But at the same time, what do I need to do so that I am healthy and in a good state enough to help her and not add to her stress? That is really how we've turned this full circle and, you know, started the Instagram, started the podcast, talking about relationships, um, talking about play. That was so big, so big in our life. That was back in March. Um, But really just this full circle of building a relationship. And that is what I want to talk to you guys about. So, um, dealing with emotions and building a relationship with your dog. That is what this whole podcast is about. That kind of leads us into our next question. What is this podcast even about? This podcast is going to focus on being a dog owner concentrated podcast. So I'm really looking just to speak to dog owners and their experiences with their dog. So not trainers. Um, but centered in the theme of emotional well-being and sharing personal experiences of how dogs have emotionally affected your, their, whatever, our life. However, your dog has affected your life. However, my guest's dog has affected their life. How my dog has affected my life. That is where we are getting at with this whole podcast I'm looking forward to it being very inspirational, educational, deep sometimes, you know, depending on the episode, and just looking to cover a wide variety of dog topics because all sorts of things can emotionally affect a a human, um, a dog parent, whether that be like allergies or reactivity or rehoming loss. We will even go into like therapy dogs and how your dog has helped you heal from a situation and how your dog has been able to help you realize X, Y, and Z and just how 
your dog has grown to be a part of your life and that you literally wouldn't have been able to do or realize some things in your life without your dog. So episodes will cover a wide variety of things such as reactivity, having an open mindset about training, losing a pet, dealing with social expectations, whether that be out in the street or like on Instagram with mean comments because you all know we get them, and how your furry friend has helped you heal. Some of my hopes for the podcast are that, one, it's a break for you and something that you get to look forward to and listen to on your walks with your dog, make you reflect, kind of take the edge off of the day just to have like a safe space to talk about emotions and feel like somebody is there with you, maybe going through it with you, or basically just to kind of break the phase of not everyone's life is perfect or not everyone's life is like what you see on Instagram because that can be very triggering. I'm also hoping that it will help in the stigma around mental health and that it opens up a really healthy dialogue about it. I also hope that it provides another dog owner comfort in knowing that they are not alone in their struggles and that it is very, very normal to feel frustrated about a situation with your pet, whether that be your pet made a mistake and you had a bad day and you kind of let loose on them or they do something that's bad that maybe you've told them 20 times beforehand and then on the 20th time you just like are the fire Elmo emoji or gif. I hope people know what I'm talking about. I think it's actually called like Helmo or something like that. But either way, it's all in how you handle that situation, your emotions and move forward. Something that I've been reflecting on recently is reacting versus responding. So that's something that I think about a lot with Layla. Like how can she like see a trigger and respond appropriately to it instead of just impulsively reacting but that's also something that we can work on ourselves as humans a lot of the things that I have experienced with Layla I've been able to transfer over into my you know human life (laughs) and use those experiences to help me cope with things with adults and humans Um, I still like to think that I'm a child Um, because I'm 24 and a lot of people are still older than me. Like an example of that would be, you know, I advocate for Layla or I've learned to advocate for Layla, um, you know, to not have people run up to us and whatever. And something that's always been pretty hard for me is that I am a people pleaser. So naturally I would be like, oh yeah, come pet her, whatever. Not even looking at her to see what her body language is. Now I just always stick up for her, but in turn that has helped me stick up for myself in my real life and not be so much of a people pleaser, which in turn leads me and my people to a happy and healthier life. I want to take this moment to preface here that I am not a trainer, so please do not come to this podcast hoping to get training advice. I want it to be from an owner's perspective and from personal experiences, so you may hear about a situation and maybe you can take something from it and and learn and and somewhat apply it to your dog or, or think, you know, that might work with my dog, whatever. 
but please do not come here for advice. It's more about emotional experiences and learning how to work through those emotions with your dog or your emotions that came from whatever your dog did. And maybe my guest or myself will have trainer recommendations or resources, but I just want to preface again that I am not a trainer. Now I want to get into how the podcast was started and how I went about it at first and how it's evolved over the past couple of months. So it started off as an Instagram live series and I mainly focused on the emotional side of being a reactive dog owner. So I didn't dive into other ways your dog could emotionally affect you. I had the same questions lined up for each guest and never really reached out to people myself. It was more so like voluntary and if you replied to my story, I'd be like, yeah, let's do it. Set up a date. I also try to do it at the same time every week, so like Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, which was kind of inconvenient for a lot of people, but because I stuck to that the first couple of times, I was like, no, the Instagram algorithm is going to be so mad if I don't keep it at Monday at 8, yada, 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 whatever, who cares? I ended up getting mad at Instagram myself because you can't multitask, you can't watch the Instagram TV or whatever it's called, the Instagram video, and like also do other things. I was like, people want to listen to this while they're doing the dishes, while they're on a walk. They don't want to have to like see my face 24-7. Like I want them to be able to text. Like that's how I am. I don't expect you to watch my face the whole time. But I received a lot of really encouraging feedback from this series, and I just, yeah, I hated the fact that you couldn't download it, you couldn't save it for later, you had to be on Instagram. I just hated that. So I decided to download the audio and publish the audio on a podcast platform that pushed it out to Spotify and Apple. So that's where we've been. Um, It was also called Dog Owners Tell All, and I decided to rebrand and change the name, which has been a fun experience. I feel like it's brought out my creative side, and it's been really enjoyable to do that. And I decided for my lovely audience that I was going to get a better produced podcast. So I got a microphone. I hope that you can tell the audio quality has been better. Um, I downloaded a few softwares, learned how to use them, um, and have really developed like what I want this podcast to be and thought about it, put out like made templates of how I want things to be structured and X, Y, and Z. And now we are here. You are probably wondering why did I change the name and why did I do this whole rebranding thing? Like you are a random girl. Um, which how I said this actually made me think of a nasty comment I got that I am just some random girl who got her dog off Craigslist and I shouldn't be giving now training advice. Okay. Thank you. Um, anyways, so why did I change the name and the branding? So this really came from a place of wanting to better produce the podcast and provide my listeners and guests with an overall better experience. So I felt like a change in the name fit too. So I changed my name about 
a month ago, two months ago, from Layla's name to dog mom mentality on Instagram. I just loved it. I was like, I want to change my name. I don't really know what I want to change it to. I forget what really inspired it, but I just was like, yeah, dog mom mentality is definitely it. I don't care what you bitches say. (laughs) I like put it on my Instagram. Like, what do you guys think about this? Everyone was like, we love it. And I was like, good, because it was going to be changed to this anyways. So I just really liked it and I did not want to confuse anything and I really didn't want to make a second Instagram. So I decided to change the name of the podcast to Dog Mom Mentality 2 and after coming up with some concepts that I want to talk about later on in different episodes, I feel like the name Dog Dog Mom Mentality really, really fits. It's not coming from a place of wanting to exclude males, male dog owners. It's not coming from a place of wanting to exclude anyone by having the name be dog mom mentality instead of dog owner or dog parent, whatever. One, I just think it flows really well. Two, I am in that phase of my life that's more feminine, more like emotionally charged, um more just inspired, I guess you could say. Um, lovey-dovey, <laughs> cute doves, cute birds like flying around in my house and me being like Snow White or something. But for real, I'm in this phase where I'm just feeling super girly, I guess because of my engagement. And it just really resonated with me. So yeah, that's how it came, came about. Okay, and arguably the most important or best question about this episode is what can you expect moving forward with this podcast? So this is where I am trying to sell you on why you want to come back and listen and why you want to subscribe to the newsletter you know, all the things. I hope that you've already noticed better audio quality. I promise to never go back to the shitty stuff you saw from Instagram. I'm really hoping to be more consistent with my episodes. Um, My plan right now is to do one episode every other week, so bi-weekly, and every fourth episode is going to be a solo episode, so you are going to get to hear from me personally more. I'm also going to be doing more personalized questions and topics for each guest. So like I said, for my Instagram lives, I was doing a similar set of questions for each guest. These ones are going to be super personalized. Um, I'm hoping to dig down deeper into the owner-dog relationship with each guest and how it's unique to them. Um, Really get into nitty-gritty of what kind of like training they do or their food or puppyhood or um, play and then the emotional side of the owner. So what kind of struggles have you been through? How did you cope? How did you get over X, Y, and Z? What did you learn from that? You know, what do you think about going to therapy? Did you, do you go to therapy? Have you 
help been helped from therapy, you know, whatever the case may be, I'm really hoping to just end that stigma around mental health more and make those conversations a lot more normal for you to hear on this end and hopefully for you to go out and start those conversations with your family or friends and feel super normal about it and super confident with it. I'm hoping to do a deeper dive into posts um, on Instagram. So whether that be my posts or the guest posts. Um, so a lot of times I feel like you kind of see the like superficial tip of the iceberg type things on Instagram. And it's not because people don't want you to know. It's because there's a character limit. <laughs> and quite honestly... I am an open book, but I hate writing. I do not like to write. It's a kind of a struggle sometimes. So doing this podcast, I'm hoping that I can give you more of a storytelling and personal like into my life. Like what is the story behind this post and what was the true meaning and what happened that made you post that? So I'm hoping to do like a deeper dive into my posts and my guest posts. And I know this may sound super cheesy, but at the end of every episode, I am going to ask my guest, what does having a dog mom mentality mean to you? So it's a question I want you to think about every day or every time you listen to to the podcast. I have already like pre-recorded my ideas for it an episode of uh, five different topics or five different like pillars I think of when I hear dog mom mentality and what that means to me. I felt so inspired making it the other day. Um, I just had to like whip out my phone and I just kept talking for like 30 minutes and it was great, but I'm going to have to go back and take notes and then re-record it. But I'm really excited to hear what that phrase means to other people. So now I guess I'm going to answer it myself. So for this day that I am recording this, having a dog mom mentality to me means being confident. And I'm going to leave it at that. I have so much more that I could say. But being confident with my actions with Layla, being confident um, in our play or in me telling her to do something or teach her something, whatever the case may be, Um, but that has transitioned into the confidence I have right now to speak in front of this microphone and put my voice out to all of you. So that is what dog mom mentality means to me today. All right, I am going to wrap this all up in a tie-dye pink, purple, and yellow bow. But before I do, I want to tell you super quickly that I would greatly appreciate it if you signed up to be in our newsletter where I'm going to send you out guests that are going to be on the podcast, when you can expect it, different topics, maybe like a note or a mantra or an affirmation for you. I don't know. Something really, really cute and positive like that is what I'm hoping for. So subscribe to our newsletter. The link for that will be in the show notes. And something else that I would just absolutely love if you would do is support the show in 
any way, shape, or form. You could do that by taking a screenshot and putting it on your Instagram stories. You can rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Even if you just click the five-star review, that would mean so much to me. You can also follow the podcast on Spotify and Apple, so just click the follow, then you'll get updates on when the show is going to come out. And lastly, but not least, you can buy me a coffee. The link to that is also in the show notes. You could do a monthly subscription or a one-time payment. Um, It could be $1, $5, whatever your little heart desires, but, but I would greatly appreciate any of it. So I am going to tie up the pretty little tie-dye bow that I described, and I am going to send you on your merry way. I hope you have a great and fabulous and sunny day wherever you are, and I hope that you get to play with your dog today. 